Hi there, everyone. I'm Michael Kugelman. I'm the Senior Associate for South Asia at the Wilson Center. I'm here with Ambassador Omar Samad. He's re non-resident senior fellow at the Atlantic Council and a former Afghan diplomat. We're going to speak on the question of peace in Afghanistan. During the last few months, U.S. forces have begun their final withdrawal from Afghanistan, a fragile intra-Afghan dialogue between the Afghan state and the Taliban has floundered, and violence has been relentless and horrific. So Omar, against this very unsettling backdrop, I ask you this, do you think the consensus for peace in Afghanistan is weakening or is it in fact strengthening? Well, good to be with you here today, uh, Michael. Um, that's a very good question. Uh, if, uh, if you look at the three main levels of consensus needed uh, for uh, Afghanistan moving forward, uh, you have obviously domestic internal Afghan consensus, uh, and I would say that it's um, weak, and, and they're trying to strengthen it, uh, but it doesn't seem to be gelling yet. Uh, maybe uh, there are different uh, perspectives on uh, uh, obviously moving forward with the process, uh, stalling it or uh, keeping it as is, um, but at the end of the day, it's all about uh, control and authority and decision making in Afghanistan, uh, whether it's collective or it's uh, a one man show. So uh, then you have the, in my opinion, the um, greater regional consensus, not just the neighbors. I, I think that plays a very big role. And what we have seen over the last couple of years is that it's fluctuating a bit. It's hedging to some extent. Obviously, depending on what's happening uh, uh, on a daily basis, uh, but you do see uh, certain trends uh, in the greater regional uh, uh, arena. Uh, I, I think those those who are apprehensive about uh, a U.S. withdrawal and um, the a peace that they think has no conditions, and those who feel more comfortable uh, saying that it's. Uh, a fait accompli, it's something that needs to happen. We need to make the best of it and need to move forward. Then you have the consensus at the great powers levels, and you have something called the Troika, as you know, the US, Russia, and China. They've added plus one with Pakistan. They may be adding plus one or another uh, down the road if they can. I think that is an important forum. I think that is a, um, a meaningful way of engaging on Afghanistan, obviously it needs to be expanded down the road. But the fact that these three or four countries uh, uh, have, uh, through their statements that they have issued over the last few months, shown uh, a certain um, a level of consensus and uh, a, a roadmap that uh, for Afghanistan's political process to me, uh, is an indication that it's going to play a more important role down the road. Now, having said this, let's turn to the U.S., Michael. <laughs> I don't know if there's a consensus issue or problem in Washington on Afghanistan, but uh, how do you see the latest announcements on engagement moving forward, both on the military side and on the civilian side? What does it say to you? You know, I think that there are three uh, short-term objectives for U.S. policy uh, in Afghanistan right now. One, the immediate one, is to focus on completing the withdrawal in a way that is safe uh, so that U.S. troops are not uh, targeted on the way out. And that does seem to be happening to this point, uh, contrary to 
earlier threats from the Taliban once U.S. forces stayed on in Afghanistan beyond the May 1st deadline stipulated in the U.S.-Taliban deal of last year, uh, U.S. troops are do appear to be heading out without getting hit, which obviously is no solace for, for the Afghan people that get, get, keep getting hit so hard. The second objective is indeed to focus on uh, maintaining momentum with the peace process, uh, Ambassador Khalilzad, the U.S. Uh, Special Envoy for Afghan Reconciliation, he is he is back in the region again, as he has been for much of the last few years, trying to do whatever is possible to keep the sides at the table. And third, really, that one of the most complicated, difficult objectives now for the U.S. is figuring out how to maintain a counterterrorism capacity in Afghanistan once it no longer has boots on the ground. But that's been a, that's been a big challenge. It has had, reportedly had negotiations with several states, countries bordering Afghanistan that hasn't yielded much. So the idea of the U.S. being able to use bases in, in, in bordering uh, countries to use as a launch pad for counterterrorism activities in Afghanistan, that's going to be difficult and it may need to depend on existing mm. bases in, Af in, in, in the broader Middle East region. Um, but uh, Finally, briefly, I guess you would ask you, I would ask you, what do you think Kabul thinks about U.S. policy in Afghanistan right now? Well, it depends on who you ask in Kabul, obviously. Uh, there is a mix of uh, a bit of disillusionment, uh, surprise by the announcements that were made, uh, and maybe even frustration. Uh, but uh, everybody understands that engagement is important. It's the level of engagement and the focus of engagement that's important going uh, going forward i think the political engagement is going to be critical uh, yeah. and then uh, providing enough assistance to uh, make sure that uh, we can uh, mitigate chaos is going to be important right thank you very much omar great to talk with you thank you michael same here take care